Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo. All right. So, got this going on my computer and here on live. So, today I want to talk about client dissatisfaction. I feel like this is something that a lot of people don't talk about. We don't talk about what happens when we have a client that is not happy with us and Furthermore, how to navigate our own feelings around clients being unhappy with us and, you know, what our response is going to be and all those things. So recently I had a situation where, for lack of better words, I was hustled. I was hustled by a client. Um, They ended up running off with work that I had done for them and they got a refund. And it's fine, you know, it's now, you know, in hindsight, now that things have passed, it's fine. But at the time, you know, it was not, right? I had all kinds of feelings. I was, I was all which ways, you know, pennies in a bunch, right? And I actually talked about this briefly at the conference that I spoke at on Monday. So for those of you that were at the conference, you will really kind of understand a little bit more about what I'm talking about. But now that I've had some more time to reflect on the entire experience and just what all happened and this wasn't super recent um you know it's been it's definitely been some time since this has happened but there were a lot of things that kind of happened after (laughs) this event or this frustrated this dissatisfied client and i wanted to just share some thoughts that i reflected on and i feel like i'm going to be doing a lot more just reflections um just to kind of share more of like the behind the scenes and things that happen in business that people don't always talk about right we we always talk about getting more clients and making more money but we rarely talk about what that actually entails you know when it becomes negative right when something that's not ideal happens right like a client being dissatisfied or a client being upset or a client wanting a refund while those are things that we experience we don't talk about those things and so the first thing that i want to say is that if you have a client um, or a customer that comes to you and they are dissatisfied with their experience or they are upset about something or they want a refund or whatever i first want to say that this is normal because i feel like a lot of times we don't talk about the fact that sometimes clients fall off sometimes clients don't finish their payments sometimes you know someone feels like they're not having a good experience right or someone is not having a good experience but we don't talk about that enough and the truth is that every client will not be a home run while ideally we want every every client to just love us and have a perfect experience and you know to just just really just enjoy being in your coaching container, being in your group, being in your, you know, hiring you as a service provider. While we want them to be a home run and while we want everyone to just love us, sometimes it just doesn't happen, right? Sometimes it's just, it just happens, right? Sometimes a client will break your systems. I talk about this all the time. Whenever I've noticed or whenever I've had a client who has not enjoyed their experience with me, 
nine times out of ten they are the client that breaks my system right whatever systems i have in place whatever automations i have in place just whatever i have going on they are usually the one that breaks it all but more importantly they expose where i can improve and that's a lesson right that's usually a lesson in all of this right when you have a client that's dissatisfied or you know that's you know wants a refund or whatever sometimes it's not that well, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that a lot of times you can see where you can actually improve. When people come through and they break your systems or they don't follow your systems or they don't go through your process, right? A lot of times that actually shows you where you can actually improve. And while, just speaking from my own most recent experience, while I have literally never had the particular problem that that client was having, one thing that I will say is that I learned where I can elevate and improve my process. And that's something that as business owners, as service providers, as coaches, we have to take full accountability for our process, right? We have to take full accountability for, hey, maybe there are certain things that we're doing that while in theory it works for most people, if it's not working for us, you know, 25% of them or even 15% of people, that may be something that we need to explore and improve. And so, in talking about that, I want to say that it's normal to have, you know, one or two people. Like if you have a hundred clients, it's it's normal that one or two of them just don't pan out the way that you thought, right? Maybe they just they don't enjoy your style, or maybe you know the service that you're providing is just not quite in alignment. And it's not that you're doing something wrong or that they are a terrible client. It literally is sometimes you're just gonna have people and things and situations that just don't go the way you thought. And there are areas that we can improve. So how do we navigate this, right? How do we navigate clients that are not satisfied? You know, how do we navigate our own feelings around this, right? And I'm, I'm like literally speaking from a more, I mean, again, it's not a super recent experience, but it's recent enough, right? And so when, first I wanna say, and I wanna talk about how I initially felt when all the things were going on and I had this client come to me and basically say they were not happy with what was going on, blah, blah, blah. I was initially defensive. And I feel like that's where a lot of us, like that's a, that's a common first feeling, right? When someone comes and says, you know, I'm not satisfied, you know, I don't like this, I want a refund. First thing we do is we go on the defense, right? Why? What's going on? Blah, 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 right? That's normal, right? That's a normal response and normal reaction especially when you have client after client that you know they're having a good experience and maybe someone is mentioning something to you that you've literally never heard before like that's what i experienced where they mentioned something to me that i literally never heard before and i'm like wait what what is going on here and so it's okay right it's okay to feel defensive that's a normal response so don't feel like you're crazy or anything right that's a normal response and even when i think about my own situation it's like I've had hundreds of clients and they all five-star experience. Like they all talk about just how great it is. So I, in my mind, I'm like, this person is crazy. Like this person is tripping. Like this person is just, you are literally trying to break the system that I have created. And I'm not going to allow that. Right. I, I immediately was like, oh, you know, just, I just puffed up my chest. But when I thought about it, I had to take a step back and really look at what was this person saying to me? What was their feedback? And I think that's one quick shift we can make instead of looking at what they're saying to us as you know negativity or you know oh they want a refund they want this instead look at it from the lens of what if this person was just giving you a piece of feedback right what if they were just saying hey this is what i'm noticing this is what i'm seeing you know here's some feedback 
So when I was able to shift from that, I was able to approach it from a different mindset, right? From being defensive to now, okay, maybe I can improve something. Maybe I can change something up. And so the first thing I did is I looked at her feedback. I looked at what she was saying to me and I looked at my process and I was like, you know what? She is not wrong. Like I'm not the person to say the customer is always right because nine times out of 10, they are wrong. Like I just, I don't believe that the customer is always right. We are the experts. We are the subject leaders, right? We know what we're doing. We have our processes. So nine times out of 10, the customer is actually wrong. The client is actually wrong, but we can be objective in where we can improve and what we can improve on. So when I looked at it, when I looked at what she was saying and I looked at her feedback and then I looked at my process, I was like, you know what? There's a gap here. There's definitely a gap here that I can see where there was some kind of miscommunication, misunderstanding, whatever. So I was like, you know what? That's on me. That's not on the client. And we, when we're able to take that approach, we can approach coming up with a solution a lot easier. And so, like I said, I'm not here to say that the client is always right, but I do want to just kind of transparently talk about this and maybe how we can navigate our own feelings and the way that we actually respond when we get stuff like this, when we get the client that comes to us wanting a refund, when we get the client coming to us saying that they're not satisfied for whatever reason. So the first thing I want to say when you are just navigating this entire thing is to look at the facts. Like I said, I looked at what she, what that person was saying to me versus what I promised and what I provided and what my process is like. And when you're able to look at the facts, you're able to be a little bit more objective, right? You're able to approach it from a standpoint of, okay, this is what's happened. This is what it is instead of the emotions, right? When we let our emotions run the show, a lot of times things go left pretty quickly. So look at the facts, start there. The second thing is to give yourself some space. A lot of times we feel like if a client is not happy, we need to respond quickly, right? We need to respond, you know, just as fast as they are responding to us, you know, and that is not a good idea when you are dealing with your emotions, when you're dealing with your rocky feelings, which are valid, right? If you're feeling defensive, that's valid. If you're feeling, you know, on edge, or if you feel like you're being hustled, which I felt like I was definitely being hustled by this girl, but if you're feeling that way, that is like those feelings are valid, but you have to give yourself some space before you respond to the client. Because at the end of the day, you still need to be able to remain the professional, right? You still need to be able to remain, you know, in a position where you know that you're doing the right thing and that you're operating from the best of intentions. So the second thing is to give yourself some space, right? When you're navigating this kind of situation, give yourself a little space and don't feel like you have to respond to every single, you know, DM or email or whatever. Like you don't have to respond to it immediately. Give yourself some time to process what's happening, to look at those facts. And then step three, create some solutions. So the next thing I want you to do is create three three solutions. The first solution is your best case, right? Best case scenario, they are okay with this solution, right? And Ideally, this solution is more so, I would say, in your favor, right? It's, it's not going to be a ton of work on your part. You know, it's not going to be a ton of effort. You may have to redo a couple of things or, you know, spend more time with them in this area. But otherwise, you know, in the best case, in the best world, this is the solution, right? Then you want to come up with a worst case scenario, okay? Like, what's the worst, you know? And a lot of times the worst solution is to give a refund, you know, and, and that's if, you know, for whatever reason, you're not able to redo or you're not able to, you know, spend more time with them or maybe they just simply do not like they're just so upset that they just don't want to work with you anymore. So that's like worst case scenario. And then your third solution is the compromise. OK, so both of you are going to give a little and both of you are going to, you know, have to let something go. So those are the three solutions you want to come up with just so that you can 
already come to them prepared because a lot of times when someone comes to you dissatisfied you can escalate the issue by not being prepared with a solution and something else that i like to do is in my contracts i have like resolutions so for for most things you know i'll i'll say like the very last resort obviously is a refund but like i do have other options for resolution if we you know if, if something happens and someone is dissatisfied right i haven't had to use them <laughs> but it's there just in case and so that's also something else that you can do so that you can have a contract that kind of covers you and protects you and if you need some contract stuff um i definitely have a source that can help you out with your contracts for your business so that is step number three so we looked at the facts you're giving yourself some time and you've created these three solutions that you can now come to the client with. So the fourth thing that I want to suggest is that you try to get on the phone or get on Zoom, get on video. I want to encourage you to have a conversation because honestly, having a face-to-face -face conversation of, you know, a video of voice conversation, a lot of times these can prevent further miscommunications that will happen via email or in the DMs or in any kind of written format. A lot of times you can, you know, really just like articulate what's happening. You can ask better questions when you are speaking to someone face to face or on the phone that can get lost in the translation of tone and all the different things via, you know, email. So I really encourage you to try to like have a conversation with the person and also the other thing is that people are less likely to talk to you crazy like let's just be honest like people will get behind their keyboards people will you know send an email and they will just say some of the most off the wall backhanded just craziest things and that's not gonna happen in in person right that's not gonna happen on a phone call that's not gonna happen on zoom a lot of people they present themselves in a different manner when you're in their face but for whatever reason via email via text via dm people just feel like they can say anything and it's just like mm, that's not how this is gonna work so and especially when it comes to you know things like conflict re resolution you want to um, put yourself in a place again where you can effectively communicate with that person about whatever it is they are experiencing or whatever it is that's bothering them in a in a way that actually moves the conversation and moves things forward so try to get on the phone try to get on zoom and the last thing is to follow up with email um, I actually like to I actually like and I haven't done this before but I had a client that I had to help them through a conflict resolution like this and I told them to ask the client if it was okay to record the conversation just so that we could both have like so that both her and the client could have you know a record of the conversation and so that they could go back and just make sure that everything that happened after that call and after that conversation you know stayed within the boundaries that they set on that call um, but follow up with an email right after you have that conversation with them after you've you know got on zoom or whatever follow up with an email and just say hey on the call we talked about this this is what you can expect next blah 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 right that's just a way to cover you um and just to make sure that both parties understand what the next steps are looking like so i want to say that it can be really hard when a client is not satisfied with your experience or a client is not satisfied with you know what you've done or a client is requesting a refund for whatever that reason is right it could be hard to navigate that maybe you have a service or you are a coach and your containers your offer you don't provide refunds right but someone is still coming to you dissatisfied or they want a refund this still framework this framework still applies right this framework will still help you because at the end of the day you still need to look at the facts because while yes your contract says you know no no more you know i don't provide refunds or whatever if a client is not dissatisfied you still need to 
figure out some level of resolution. And this is where we get down to that whole creating three solutions. While yes, the worst case solution may not be a viable option when it comes to giving a refund, there are other things that you can do and in ways that maybe you might have to compromise if you realize, you know what, based on the facts, what they're saying versus what, you know, I promised or whatever, there is some misalignment. And that's okay to, you know, again, it's okay. Like we all have a client or two where we have this experience. And so I want to kind of encourage you in this, but I also want to kind of talk about the feelings part because again, like I said, your feelings are valid as the coach, as the service provider, as the consultant, your feelings are so valid, but I want you to remember this, whatever you do, when you do it with the good, with good intentions, or when you do it and you are thoughtful and you know that you've done your part, God is going to bless the rest because even though I had this wild experience with this client, I still at the end of it made like 15 times the amount that I refunded them. And it was because I operated from a place of, you know what, I got to deal with God on this one, right? Like God, he he's the one that I am building this business for. And he's the one that has allowed me to have the success and the good, the good fortune and all those things that I've had up until this point. And so even though in my heart, I'm like, mm, and I like, while yes, I could see where there was some miscommunication and misunderstanding. I also know that like, I did my part. But I also thought about it from the perspective of, you know what, like God would much rather me bless and release this than just try to hold so tightly to a dollar, you know, just to say that I made that right. And literally the next day or no, sorry, the same day. And then like a few days later, literally, I just like signed back to back clients, like back to back clients. I literally made 15 times the amount that I refunded her 15 times. 15 times the amount that I refunded her. That's what I made. And so it's like, it just goes to show that when you are thoughtful and you do your part, God is going to bless the rest. When you show up and you are, you're operating from a place of integrity, even when you feel like they don't, someone doesn't deserve it. Even when you feel like someone is getting over on you, even though you feel like someone is doing wrong by you, which I felt all those feelings. I felt every single feeling. I was like, no, like, this is not true. I know that I did this, but you know, I, I, and I had the things to back myself up, but I also saw where there was that little piece where it was like, you know what? I can see why this person is saying this. And because of that, I'm going to let it go. And I'm gonna let God handle it the way, the way it needs to be handled. And I'm gonna take the lesson for what it is, right? I'm going to take this as a lesson on where I can improve so that I can continue to offer a five-star experience to everybody. Because up until this point, I had never had a single complaint. And now here I go having this experience where I am now, you know, now someone is saying, hey, this is, this is something I don't like. I have a problem. And it's fine. Like I'm able to take the lesson and I was able to be blessed because of my, you know, um, because I didn't allow my pride to get in the way. That's what I'm gonna say. I didn't allow my pride to get in the way of doing what I know is right and from following what I know God wants me to do, right? I'm, I'm glorifying God in every aspect of my business. But if I were to hold on to that client or just be so angry about what this client was doing, that is not going to serve any purpose or anything that God has for me. And so I do wanna encourage you while yes, your feelings are valid, it's also important to follow Follow what you know God is putting on your heart. And he was really putting it on my heart. Like, you know what? Give this girl her money back and let's just move on. And even though I was very resistant, I was very like, mm, nah, I don't want to do this because I know I did my part. I know I did this, blah, blah, blah. Even though I was having that feeling, I still trusted that like, no matter what, God is not going to leave me hanging, right? God is not going to put me in, in such a position that, you know, 
oh, you know, I'm going to lose all my clients because of the, like, you know, I just, I just had to trust that like, okay, even though I have to refund this person, it's going to come back to me in some way. And sure enough, it came back to me in a way that honestly, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever had an experience where I was blessed so much with so much so fast. Like I, I honestly couldn't believe what was happening. Like I was looking at my phone and I was looking at my email and I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I just, I thought it had to be a mistake. Like I thought it had to be like, nah, like what's going on here? I thought I was, maybe somebody was like playing on my, I don't even, I don't know what I thought somebody was doing, but I just couldn't believe how quickly God was blessing me. And I know it was because I was being obedient. And so while yes, we may have these feelings, right? We may be frustrated and upset, um, you know, discouraged. We may feel hustle, right? Like I keep saying I, I was hustled because this, I was definitely hustled. I was definitely hustled. By the end of the day, I know that the way that I handled the situation, glorify God. And I even spoke, and, and it's so crazy because when I was crafting my response, I talked about God and I talked about how I run this business to glorify him. So at the end of the day, anything that happened, everybody's going to, everybody's going to know that God had a hand in it. That's that's all I'm going to say. Everybody's going to know that God had a hand in it because I made sure to include him in the conversation to, you know, talk about why, like why I've created the business that I've created. And I talked about where my help comes from. And I talked about why like God was the reason that I even made the refund an option. So I just want to say all this to say, I know that you may have feelings and I know it may be hard to navigate clients being upset, but it's part of the journey. It's part of the process. And we're going to have one client out of a hundred. We're going to have two clients out of a hundred. There have been times where clients have not finished their contract, like they haven't finished paying their, their invoice with me, but I've done all the work, right? There have been times that I've had time and time again, time and time again, where someone has done my payment plan and they didn't pay, right? They didn't finish. And I gave them the work. I did everything. I showed up for the coaching. I did all those things, but they did not finish their part of the obligation. But you know what? I always go with God and I go with grace because I don't know what, what's going on in their life. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to, and, and I'm going to let it go. Because at the end of the day, God has blessed me so much up until this point that I, I, I'm going to trust until the wheels fall off, honey, because there, there's no reason not to. But I know that this can be hard. And I know this is something that people don't talk about a lot. Like I said at the beginning, we always talk about those client wins. We always talk, or not client wins, we always talk about signing new clients. We always talk about, you know, making more money and doing all this and scaling and quantum leaps. And we, we talk about all of these wild things, but nobody ever sits down and talks about like, how do I deal with a client that's just not happy right now? Nothing I can say to them is making them happy or someone wants to, you know, get a refund or I am feeling upset and frustrated because this person wants their money back or because they're saying that something is not, you know, to their, to their um, expectations or whatever it is, right? We don't talk about those things, but it's a normal part of the business journey. And I want to encourage you in that. And actually inside of the Becoming CEO lifetime group coaching experience, we have these conversations. We have these conversations around navigating clients, right? Navigating the experience and what it's like to have a client that is not happy with you. It's, it's going to happen. It's a matter of how do you show up and how do you respond to that? And how do you navigate your feelings around that? Because it does suck, right? It does suck to have a client say that they're not happy, that this doesn't meet their expectations, that they want a refund. It does suck. And it's important to surround yourself with a community of people that understand and that can pour into you in that moment, but also to have a strategy around how to navigate and to um, deal with 
whatever the situation may be. And that's what we do inside of the member. And it's not a membership, Lord Jesus. <laughs> that's what we do inside the program. We talk all about those things because it can be a touchy subject and it can be hard to navigate it in a way that leaves you still feeling empowered, right? Because in the moment, you don't always feel empowered. You don't always feel confident. You don't always feel excited, right? Nobody is excited to hear someone say they're not happy, right? With your, with your whatever. No one's excited to hear someone say, you know, oh, I want a refund. Yay. Let me give you one. Like nobody is excited about any of that stuff. But there is a way for you to leave that situation feeling empowered and knowing that you are doing the best that you can do. And knowing that this is probably a one-off experience. Like a lot of times, like unless you're just getting like refunds every single week, it's probably nine times out of 10, a one-off experience. But it's also something that you can really look at and be like, okay, I can actually improve in this area so that I don't have to have something like this come up again. And, um, and that's what we talk about. That's what we do. So that is it for this one. Um, it was this was actually really fun to talk about and I'm excited to have more conversations about this. So if you are navigating or if you've dealt with a client that has had, you know, or has said that they didn't enjoy the experience or they wanted their money back, I would love to talk about that. And if you are having feelings or if you still hold on to feelings, because I've, I've had situations where I've had a client, maybe they don't, they default on their payment or whatever. And I've had to actually work on my thoughts about them afterwards. Like, a year after and I'm still thinking about it. It's like, girl, we got to let this go at some point, right? We have to, we have to move on from this point because thinking about that is only blocking you from the abundance and more things that God actually has for you. So I would love to just talk about, let's talk about all the feelings. Let's talk about all the, the feelings of, you know, how to navigate that conversation, but also the feelings around what the situation is like, like the situation of having to refund someone or the or the situation around, what it's like to have somebody that's just that's dissatisfied so i would love to talk about that and until next time i'll talk to you later darling hey boo really quick as i was listening to this episode i realized that i did not share about the waitlist being open for the becoming ceo lifetime group coaching experience and so but i want to invite you to go join the waitlist especially if you're interested in just joining a program that is designed for moms soon to be moms and anybody in between that just really desires to build a business that is sustainable a business that you are able to work in part-time hours under 20 hours a week and a business that allows you to bring in one to seven new clients every single month um and the whole heart center behind this program really is to help you create a strategy that is unique and works for your business. I feel like a lot of times the online space, we learn how to create these businesses, but it really isn't aligned with where you are in life and where you actually want to be. And so with this program, I just want to help you really embody and become the woman, the CEO, the mom, and any other title you hold that God wants you to be. And so if you're interested in that, I would love for you to join the waitlist because the doors are going to be opening for the program any day now. But more importantly, because I'm going to be doing a part-time CEO series, it's going to start on the 12th. Um, and so if you're listening to this in real time, it started a couple of days ago, but you still have plenty of time to just jump in and get the emails. But I'm going to be doing a series just talking about how to build a sustainable business in part-time hours. And I hope that it encourages you to know that you're not alone in doing the thing and know that you're not alone as a mom that is trying to navigate how to build and steward your life and your business well. So I hope to see you inside and I hope to see you on the waitlist. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.